Welcome to the Just a Runners podcast. We're here to talk about all things running and racing on the Youngstown area's first running podcast. Here's your host and Youngstown Marathon Ambassador, Bruce McIntosh and Pico. Hey everybody, how's it going this week? Uh, well, first off, I want to let you know I finally got my uh, Youngstown Marathon Ambassador Code. There, the Youngstown Marathon, obviously the marathon, a half marathon, they're going to have that, and a 5K. And this year they're starting something new, they're going to have a four-person relay. Um, I don't have the distances right in front of me. I believe it's like three of them are like seven miles and then there's a one shorter one uh, so if you got a team together get out there and get it uh, my code for the Youngstown marathon don't get confused with the uh, other marathon I've been uh, uh, pushing out there but uh, my code for the Youngstown marathon is the is Bruce 20 B-R-U-C-E two zero the numbers uh, make sure you can it's all, in all caps so yeah I'll try to put that in the show notes if I remember uh, so get signed up a lot of this is a lot of this is taking place in beautiful uh, Mill Creek Park got that uh, going for us and hopefully uh, hopefully we can get a lot of people signed up be nice to have a nice fun event uh, yeah join uh, hashtag team Bruce 20 don't get that mixed up with the code uh, I know it's early because uh, Youngstown Marathon is until October 25th, but something a uh, big event like this, whenever you're taking on a long distance, uh, most of us want to plan ahead and know what we're, uh, get your training going. And uh, my week for this week training, while I'm getting ready for uh, in April for the Pro Football Hall of Fame Marathon, I'm also ambassador for them. That's different code, HOF, Macintosh B. If you haven't signed up yet, that's going to be another great event. Uh, April 26th in Canton, Ohio. And this week, I had to take a few days off. Luckily, it was only a few days. Had a little, uh, kind of banged my knee. Didn't even really bang it. I went to kneel down, and I just hit the top of my kneecap on this um, steel plate that was on the ground. I was working on something and had the, the machine I work on. And I went to meal down and I cut the, you know, it's a metal plate. Stung it. At first I thought it was like, you know, when you bang your funny bone, your elbow, and just thing like that. And I heard it. I walked around a little bit and a couple minutes later I went ahead and get back to work. Didn't think of it. And like an hour, hour and a half later, Things started feeling funny and it was rubbing or something. Pulled my pant leg up and my knee ballooned up. Uh, the top of the kneecap looked like uh, there was a baseball on top of it. Went to the office, got some, we put a cold pack on it. Went home that night, iced it. It looked crazy. I was freaking out, seriously worried if uh, my marathon aspirations could have been over for the spring if i had badly hurt my knee it was 
just a crazy thing, but it was basically just a lot of fluid buildup. Spent the next couple days doing a lot of icing and it went down and then this, well, last Thursday I went out and did an easy run, then got my long run in this weekend. Yeah, I think I'm back on course. So a little glitch there, obviously uh, not what you want right now, but it happens. So uh, that was that week. And also uh, over the past week, couple of weeks I came up with a couple ideas for the podcast and then I I even sent out a thing on social media Facebook and Instagram if you're on Instagram you probably could have seen the picture of my knee was all blown up but uh back to the podcast when I was talking about uh I sent out uh some requests see if i couldn't find some a couple people to be on it and it worked out much better than i thought it would and had a few more people uh got a interview yesterday uh i'm setting up for next week uh several other people already said they would be on it and came up with the idea we're going to try a group chat kind of like a group run and see how it goes we're gonna try that like once a month. Try to get some of the regular people and just pick some topics uh, to discuss in uh, a little more details. With race season coming up, we'll have plenty to talk about as far as running and racing. And if you're listening to this before Saturday, February 29th, speaking of big races, there's the Olympic qualifiers, uh, marathon qualifiers down in Atlanta. That's taking place this Saturday, and it's uh, on NBC. I'm not sure if it's live or not, but it's uh, being broadcast on NBC. You'll be able to uh, watch it there. And uh, here, uh, I have the interview with Sid Bush. Um, he's a, actually a, just a real American patriot, and I'll leave it at that. And he does uh, he runs a lot of uh, races. And I had a nice time interviewing him. I really think uh, any veterans or military personnel should uh, will appreciate what he's out doing, trying to honor some of our people, our veterans, and combining that with his running. Okay, well, we will get to the interview. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Here I am on the Just a Runners podcast. I have a special guest from South Carolina, uh, Sid Bush. And uh, Sid, would you like to do a quick introduction of yourself? Right. My name is Sid Bush, retired Navy Senior Chief Petty Officer. I served 26 years on submarines. Uh, I live in Goose Creek, South Carolina, just outside of Charleston. And I do a lot of running of marathons and half marathons to honor young men and women who uh, have given their lives in defense of the country. Thank you for that. That's a great way, reason to run them. And uh, starting something new, and I would like to start off by asking, what's your favorite way to have pizza? I like the thin crust with double beef, onions, and mushrooms. All right. Sounds good to me, except I'm not a mushroom guy. And no, I like, scrape the mushrooms off. <laughs> okay, I've done that before. Uh, <laughs> Getting back to running, about how many marathons and halves have you done? I've done 205 full marathons and uh, 
I think the last count that they somebody did for me, it's around 840 half marathons. I kind of lost count of them. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking I was doing a lot, but you're putting me to shame. <laughs> uh, I've been having trouble getting to my 13th marathon, but uh, that's, that's how how did you get started uh, marathoning? Uh, I started running originally uh, just when I was stationed in Hawaii. It was just kind of nice running in Hawaii. But uh, I ruptured a disc in my back, and the Navy was going to medically disqualify me from submarine duty. So I made a uh, deal with the Orthopedic Review Board that if I uh, ran a marathon, that proved I was 100% fit for duty. And I did the Hunter Army Airfield in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, kind of, you know, I figured it was going to be one and never again, but kind of casually I ran a few marathons, but never really expecting to do too many. And then on September 11th of 01, my cousin who worked at the North Tower of the World Trade Center was killed, and we had run six marathons together. And so in 02, I ran all six in his memory, and I uh, met a gentleman who had started a group called Running in Honor of Fallen Heroes, where we would present our finishers, medals, shirts, and everything to the family of a young man or woman, as our way of showing their loss has not gone unnoticed. And it kind of took on a life of its own, and I've been doing them ever since. Just uh, emotion. Uh, it's got to be more emotional when you're running for somebody, especially for uh, somebody that you knew that was like that. It, uh, it's pretty emotional. I've had the honor of meeting some of the families, especially uh, when I do the Marine Corps Marathon. I've run for quite a few uh, young Marines, and uh, this one family, the Malachowskis, I ran in honor of their son, Jimmy. And uh, after the marathon, I met up with them and they took me to Arlington and we went to where he's buried and uh, put the medal on his headstone. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, very emotional. It means a lot more when you're running to honor somebody than if you're just out there trying to set a PR or just complete a marathon. And uh, I've done that a few times, and now, and uh, it uh, it tears your heart out. I mean, you see the ages on these uh, headstones, and I have running shoes three times as old as these kids. Might be, might be time for some new shoes, time. And I, I when I was looking at some of the pictures of you, you always carrying the flag. What? How long have you yeah, been doing that? I carry a three by five American flag, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's hard running without it now. But uh, it's become a uh, part of me, and that this I uh, wear. I carry the flag, and I wear a picture of the young man or woman on the back of my singlet. And I'm no longer a fast runner, so people. Other runners have a chance to read about the person I'm running for, and the flag gets me noticed, uh, so they ask questions about the person. Yeah, how? what got you started? What made you decide to start carrying the flag? I mean, that can't be the easiest thing to do. I heard, well, I met a gentleman who uh, uh, ran the Marine Corps Marathon 
done a bunch of times carrying the flag, and I had asked him a few times how, you know, you know, if it was hard doing that. And uh, when I started uh, uh, training, I started doing 10Ks and halves carrying it just to uh, build up, and then uh, it just uh, became where I check races to make sure they let me carry the flag or else I don't go to them. Kind of understand why they might not, but uh, something like the flag, you'd think there shouldn't be too much. Well, I had an interesting experience at Disney World. I did Disney World quite a few times, and uh, one year I uh, and uh, had never had a problem, and then one year I uh, was went through their security, getting ready for one of the shorter races. I always did uh, the Goofy race and the Dopey race, and um, they stopped me from carrying the flag. And uh, I mentioned on my Facebook page because I was really, I was about just to pack up and leave and not do Disney. And uh, when I posted on my Facebook page that they weren't going to let me carry the flag, I guess they bombarded Run Disney's Facebook page. <laughs> and the next day when I showed up, I was told, you can go get your flag, you're authorized. Oh, I guess that's one way to get uh, Disney to give it. They don't yeah, like that. I, kinda, I ended, up, ended up in the news for the uh, Orlando newspaper, so I guess, and it surprised me because Disney's a big supporter of the military. I mean, they have uh, the Shades of Green is the military resort on Disney, and for them to tell me I can't carry the American flag when they were allowing people in costumes carrying lightsabers, bows and arrows, and then they told me the, the flag was dangerous. That <laughs> didn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't to me either, uh, considering it's, uh, that's not the most serious race out there. I mean, I'm sure some people no. are. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just curious about one thing. Uh, with over 200 marathons, do you have a lot of the 50 states covered throughout the... Not really. Uh, the farthest I've ever done a uh, marathon is actually Arkansas, Little Rock. I've done a lot of marathons up and down the East Coast and multiple times. Uh, there's the expense, uh, I do, uh, I drive to most of them uh, now, and because uh, flying got way too expensive, plus buying flags that ever, uh, you know, because you can't take a flag on the plane, they don't like flagpoles, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I've done numerous, uh, you know, times I've done Chicago, New York, uh, Disney, uh, smaller marathons, uh, I had the, I, when I was faster, I got to do Boston twice, but uh, mostly East Coast and as far west as Arkansas. Still some traveling there, because like you said, you've done 800 halves. I mean, you must, yeah, I, you must do a little the traveling. Half, the half really got, I mean, there were times when I would, I mean, I would do a half in the morning and then uh, they would have an evening half. I would do a half in the evening. And on some weekends, I would do four halves on, uh, you know, on, uh, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And halves never bothered me. I mean, I really didn't have any problem with half marathons, but I started 
started getting older and my body started rebelling against me. How old are you now? I'll be 74 in April, so it's uh, taken its toll. I had to have a procedure done on my left knee, and uh, it, uh, I think I used up my lifetime supply of miles. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you got a lot of miles in. Maybe uh, you need to... I think at the Air Force Marathon in Dayton, Ohio, they once figured it out for me, and when I heard how many miles I put in, I was, you know, I could have, should have found an uh, easier hobby. <laughs> do you do a lot of, like, how much training do you do through the week? Because you've you got to be racing almost every week. I used to, uh, well, at one point I was... Uh, uh, about 10 years ago, I, uh, for five years in a row, I did uh, five marathons and five weekends. Uh, with, uh, and so my training, I was uh, on the weekend when I, when I did a marathon. I really didn't do much training during the week. Now I just, uh, I try to get up there and get miles in, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of seeing the end of my running career coming up and this year I'm just concentrating. I want to finish out with the Marine Corps Marathon in October so that's where all my training is going. I just want to cross the finish line one last time at a marathon and Marine Corps Marathon is a very special marathon especially if you served in the military. Yeah I want to thank you for your service in the military. The Navy's um, I never served, but my father spent 20-some years in, and my nephew, he's in, I think he's close to 10 years now, and he just left. He was home for a little bit and just went down to uh, uh, by New Virginia Beach. Uh, oh, yeah. He's getting on a... Yeah, that, I spent a lot of time with friends up there. I stationed in Norfolk for... Norfolk, that's what I, I was so. continuing. Uh, he's supposed to be out for uh, six months on an aircraft carrier. I believe that's not. I think he's back on the Eisenhower. He was on that before. Uh, yeah, those are... That's a little bit way too big. <laughs> I like submarines better. Uh, now, uh, I enjoyed the Navy. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't, it was... Uh, I would do it again if I could, but uh, it gave me a lot of travel. I did get to see the world, and uh, one of my subs, uh, ballistic missile submarine, uh, during halfway night on patrol, four of us, we did a underwater half marathon. Uh, they figured it out. It was came out to about 240 times around the missile compartment. <laughs> yeah, I'd get a little... Who's going to keep Every 10 laps, we change direction just to uh, break up the monotony. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and get, with the, I know you said you might be finishing your marathon. Are you going to just maybe keep doing shorter races? or? Yeah, I've been doing more 5K and 10Ks uh, because uh, my knees are starting to go on me and everything else. Uh, I was hoping I could be one of the runners... Uh, that I've met over the years uh, who were in their 80s and were still doing, you know, very fast marathons and stuff, but uh, I guess uh, I'm not going to be one of them, so I'm shifting down to shorter races just so I can keep getting out there and uh, 
make people aware of that there are these young men and women who are think enough of this country that they're putting their lives on the line for us. Yeah, I do know some of the older runners like that. And it does seem like uh, obviously your pace isn't going to be the same, but they, they seem to be getting a lot more age group wins the older they get. Well, I did a 10K in Virginia last weekend, and I think I was the last 10K runner, and I won my age group. <laughs> I was my age group, and I was the oldest runner there, so, <laughs> you know. But it, it's sometimes frustrating, because, uh, I mean, I used to be able to run a half marathon and then, you know, an hour and 20 minutes, and I could run a sub-three-hour marathon. Now my half marathons take longer than it used to take to run a full marathon. Well, you definitely had some speed. Uh, compared to other people your age, you're still doing great, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, well, I keep moving, so that's, uh, you know, I guess as long as I'm moving, I'm still alive, so I, and I am still able to make people aware of why I'm running, so that's the important thing to me. It's not, I've, you know, I don't need any more medals and shirts. I've got a, a ton of those, and, uh, what do you, you know, do with all those medals? Uh, most of them, since I started doing this, I send to the family, but a lot of the races will give me an extra medal to do that. And uh, so, but I have a local newspaper did an article about me and I had to drag them out, you know, I had them stored in a box and now I got them hanging everywhere. <laughs> they wanted to see all the medals. The Disney medals I'm going to donate to a group that presents the medal to kids who are fighting, uh, you know, illnesses because uh, they really like the Disney characters. So I'll be getting rid of those and let them, these oh. kids who are fighting their own marathon, have them. Oh, uh, I think I've heard of them. Uh, what was the medal for medals? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They do. Uh... Yeah. Kids that are very old, if you donate your medal, they'll give it to them. Yeah, they give it to the kids, you know, uh, which, you know, it's a good thing instead of hanging around uh, on a wall getting dusty. <laughs> but, uh, that, you know, that's the only reason I do these runs anymore because uh, it'd be much easier to staying in bed on a saturday or sunday morning especially if it's cold or raining out yeah i've had a few of those lately uh where i went out for a training run and it's been really rough around here uh it was like eight degrees when i got up today so oh yeah uh, last year i did this uh run in uh, colonial williamsburg and it was in honor of this young marine and uh, his mother and sister who lived in the area said they would try to, you know, they would meet me at the finish line. And it was a bad day, it was cold, it rained the whole way. And uh, when I finished, I mean, I, I couldn't stop shaking. Uh, the young man's mother hugged me, I, I gave her, I presented her the medal and she hugged me and I was just so cold. <laughs> Never been so cold in my life. Oh. Well, you're down in South Carolina Summertime, do you do much, uh, many races in the summer, or is it just too hot? Uh, it's too hot. Uh, during the summer down here, you have to break up your training runs to 
early in the morning, like around four in the morning when the temperatures are down, but then the humidity is up, and then the second run is after the sun goes down when the temperatures are high, but the humidity is down. But training down here is miserable. (laughs) Yeah, I've been down uh, in the area of North Carolina, South Carolina before. It's always a challenge when we go down in the summer. I know you mentioned a marathon, uh, Marine Corps marathon. Yeah. Uh, is that one, do you have like a favorite marathon? I mean, you mentioned how special that one is. I have you. a, uh, well, I have five. Uh, the, uh, the Air Force and Marine Corps marathon, because the service marathons are, I say, you know, are tied for the top. And yeah. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, and so the New York City Marathon, um, Baltimore Marathon, because they've, they've been really nice to me, and I love uh, Baltimore. You know, it's it, it's a great place to run. And uh, Disney World, uh, you get to run through your childhood. I mean, Disney is one that I guess the only people who tr- take it seriously are the ones trying to win it. Everybody else is stopping along the way to have their pictures taken with Disney characters. That's what I heard most of the people do. They just run from character to character to get their picture yeah, taken. You know, it's, uh, I think Disney is part of everybody's collective childhood. And uh, when uh, I think it used to be right around mile 10, you uh, it starts real early in the morning and at mile 10 you enter the magic kingdom and as you make this right turn onto main street usa there is the castle all lighted up and i don't care how old you are you refer to a 10 year old kid again yeah i haven't uh done any of the disney races yet uh, do Yeah, that's the. If you've never done a Disney race, it's you know for it's still uh, you know that's it's a nice experience, but it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard it's really great race, but that that was the only bad part was the it is one of the more expensive races out there. Uh, any other besides the military ones? Do you have a favorite or well, actually we covered that already. What well, about the Air Force, Marine Corps? Uh, no. I, the Navy used to have what they call the, the Blue Angel Marathon, but they stopped that. And I believe there's another group trying, they call it the Blue Angel. Um, it's not the Navy anymore, but it's the Blue Angel Half Marathon, and I'll be doing that later this year. And uh, Where's that one at? It's in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. And... and uh, I think it, it's not that far off. I think April or May. I have to check my calendar. I, I, I said I was going to cut back on races, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I have. Uh, well, I was. I have uh, Little Rock in two weeks, and then I'm, I have a race every weekend until July. <laughs> yeah, I 
say I'm going to cut back and then I end up adding three races to the schedule. But I'm doing pretty good this year. I'm trying to really, but I, my goals are, I want to try to improve my time at it. And Well, when I first started running for, to honor these kids, I would go on the websites. The military has some websites listing casualties and I would try to get in touch with the families and get their permission to uh, run in honor of their son or daughter yes and uh, but after a while i've had my my name kind of got out there i got more attention than i really deserve and uh, i started i get emails asking me well will you run in honor of my son or daughter or cousin or so on and you can't say no so i end up uh, signing up for another race well i think it's great just i mean to get out and run it in honor of them and don't know how else to express it it's uh well i i, I learned when I, when I run with the flag it's kind of a neat experience because you get people other runners and you get spectators who will say well thank me for carrying our flag yes. you know and uh i think uh, one of the moments that i always remember is uh, i was running the uh historic marine corps half marathon which is in may and right around mile 10 we were going through a residential area and my friend was carrying his flag and uh there was an older gentleman sitting in a chair in front of his house and as he saw us he pushed himself to a standing position and saluted and he was wearing a ball cap he was a world war ii veteran and those are my heroes and my friend and i circled back to render honors to him and i always remember that because you know he could he wouldn't just sit there as we came by he had to be standing at attention i just do you get a, yeah, it does sound like you get a lot of veterans and stuff coming up to you, or people that have served? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, we get, uh, I get quite a bit of that, and uh, it's, it's, you know, for all the supposed division in our country, the flag still unites us. <laughs> yes, it does, uh, and nice to see somebody out there, I mean, running with the flag uh i mean i, I don't think obviously uh maybe you could be running faster or whatever obviously i don't think you'd be running as many races if you weren't doing this obviously but, uh, oh no <laughs> nowhere near this number of races <laughs> yeah. and uh it's uh like i said it, uh, my, my goal is just to get the name of the person out there and uh it's not for um, for me to have a fast time anymore because that's long gone <laughs> i'm just happy i always kid around well you know with the pace groups i always tell them i'm the head of the same day finish pace group <laughs> as long as you finish that's the important thing yeah, as uh, long as i finish on the day i started i'm happy <laughs> you get like a ever get like groups of people coming out and just run the race with you or uh, uh, yeah well, when I did my 200th marathon in Baltimore, I had a bunch of people who stayed with me to keep me going. And last, this last uh, October, 
I did. It's called the Crawl and Crab Half Marathon in Hampton Roads, Virginia. And uh, I wasn't in the, my my leg, my knee was acting up. So um, this friend of mine, we, we were going to walk, you know, run a little, walk a little, run a little, walk a little. And uh, we were in last place and uh, I was carrying the flag and these uh, course monitors who were all Marines started falling in behind me. And I all of a sudden had a whole platoon of Marines keeping me company. And they were, their sergeant who was in charge uh, told them the bus was about two blocks up ahead. And they said, we're, gonna, we're going to the finish with the senior chief. <laughs> and somebody did a video of it. And I, I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> Oh man, that would be a really great way to run, get a marine escort in. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess when I got near the finish, uh, you know, all the people who had finished uh, were having beer and everything, and all of a sudden we had everybody standing alongside the road as we came by. So that was, uh, you know, it, 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 I, I get people regularly asking me, "Well, can you know we do it with you?" And I feel guilty because I don't want to hold anybody back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, they just tell them they can run with you, and whatever pace I go, that's what it is. We'll, but we'll get done today. Yeah, they just tell me, uh, you know, we're here to keep you company. So, I mean, I'm honored that they'll do that. But mm -hmm. it, uh, it's a great thing to No, we. I know. Uh, we still have people over there, and it's great. You're getting the word out. Hopefully, um, hopefully we're not in that situation too much longer. Get to yeah, you know, it's uh, every uh, generation has their war to end all wars, and we just can't seem to get it right. So you were when you started doing this. How old were you? Because I started thinking, doing the math in my head. Oh, I, saw, I did my first marathon when I was, I think, 36. Okay. And uh, when I started running in honor of Fallen Heroes, uh, yeah. it was, uh, oh, late 50s, I believe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. My memory is going. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing really good until, uh, you know... Uh, I really had no problem up until I hit 70, and then then everything started falling to pieces. <laughs> well, I think it sounds like you're still doing good. You're still moving, so uh, I got a little few more years uh, where I might still be good. 
Only thing I noticed after I turned 50, my uh, I'm constantly getting cheaters to read anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was getting around my friends saying I'm going to soon need a seeing eye dog to keep me on the course because <laughs> you, know, well, you know I have glasses in every room in the house now. I I, but, uh, I try to make sure I got upstairs, downstairs, and you know <laughs> at least. <laughs> No. <laughs> but I guess it's better than the alternative. I agree with that. I'll take growing old and all the problems that go with it. But uh. And I get a lot of travel and I meet a lot of really neat people. So, uh, you know, it's uh, more and more people I uh, run into who have honored me by saying, you know, we saw what you're doing and we're doing the same thing. So... Uh, that, that really makes me feel good that when I finally can't do this anymore, there are other people taking up the torch and we'll keep uh, running with the flag and honoring uh, yeah, maybe Yeah, when you're not able to, or maybe somebody else will pick up the flag and start doing the marathons, this, uh, carrying the flag like you've been doing. I'm sure there's others out there. Cause, uh, oh, there are. There are. I mean, when you do the Marine Corps Marathon, it is a sea of flags. Uh, and the Marine Corps Marathon is just an amazing event because, uh, you know, it's run in the Capitol, and I'm one of these. Uh, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a, uh, I'm a patriot. I wear my patriotism on my sleeve and I get goosebumps when you're going by all these monuments I mean uh, going by the capital and I've been around the world four times and uh, I think you have to be see other countries to realize how good we have it in this country we have our faults but yeah. we can do something about it I've been to countries where if you say one bad thing about the government you may never be seen again yeah, that's one nice thing. You can say what you want about it, but at least you have the right and the ability to say that. Uh, and that's so. I uh, but the Marine Corps, you know, uh, marathon. That uh, I, I think it was the uh, I, one of the marathons I used to do every year was the uh, Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Marathon. That's a mouthful. And uh, the uh, race director he had written an article. Uh, for the Canadian version of Runner's World where he critiqued the, big, the fall big three in the states, uh, Chicago, New York, and Marine Corps. And his description of the Marine Corps Marathon I thought was, uh, was uh, perfect. He said that the Marine Corps Marathon is truly an American event where runners are not afraid to show their patriotism. Uh, I, I like that. I may have to get there one of these years to... Try out the Marine Corps Marathon. I, uh, it is, uh, I'll tell you, it is a tough marathon, but you go by every major monument there is. But the finish, if you don't get goosebumps heading up that hill to the war memorial, you have no emotions. Mm -hmm. And they have a gauntlet of Marines yelling in your ear to keep you moving. 
Well, when you say it was a tough course, if it was a Marine Corps marathon and it's not tough, I, something would be wrong. But <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, but they, uh, Marine Corps it, does a phenomenal job. I've heard and, lots of good uh, It's, uh, you know, uh, it's called the People's Marathon, and uh, normally it, when they open registration, it sells out within a few hours, all 30,000 slots. Yeah, it's not an easy one to get into either. These uh, major marathons with thirty, forty thousand people, and they we are having no trouble selling out. So. No, no, you know, uh, it's a, it's it's an amazing event. But uh, you know, well worth the pain and effort. So I'm just trying to get to that finish line one last time. Oh, I have no doubt you'll do it. That's one way or another. Uh, may have to call Uber, but, uh, <laughs> or hide a Segway somewhere along the course, but. Oh, well, we'll get the Marines to escort you in. That yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's just important to me. It sounds okay. like, um, yeah, because when I heard, heard about you, uh, thought it'd be nice to get you on here. I wasn't. I don't have very many interviews. Most of my interviews are more closer to home. Uh, so it's nice to, that I'm branching out a little bit, I guess, and uh, reaching different parts of the country. Because there's a lot of interesting people out here uh, that are runners. And your story was kind of touching, knowing what you were doing for the veterans and uh, people that were serving or pat or died in action for our country. Uh, well, you know, thanks to podcasts like yours, I'll, you know, get the word out to more people. And it's, it's you know, uh, I used to be really, you know, my, when I first started doing this, my goal was that if somebody said, hey, did you see that guy running, carrying the American flag in honor of so-and-so? And if they didn't know my name, that'd have been fine with me. But like I said, somehow it took on a life of its own and I've been interviewed on <laughs> papers, TV, and all this other stuff. And uh, my friend told me, he said, listen, you're getting it out to more people than you could ever do by just running. So, you know, oh. I, I, I'm appreciative of you interviewing me so uh, oh, it's, more people can understand and maybe get involved in you know doing the same thing well it's my pleasure really? to, to have you on here do you have any last thoughts or anything you'd like to share that I didn't touch on didn't no mention? I think we about covered everything if anybody out there is an event of a pill that can turn your age back 30 <laughs> years let me know uh other than that, no, I think we covered everything. Fortunately, they, I think they only have that pill for one body part. <laughs> oh, that ain't going to help me run, so. <laughs> no, that's that, not going to help you run at all. <laughs> no. It might hurt your run. <laughs> yeah, it might hurt. <laughs> sh chafing issue would be a whole other odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I want to thank you again for being on my podcast. Uh, and, uh, good running, and I, I hope you 
get to the finish line for these last uh, few marathons. And I, I really do hope you just keep running, you know, even if it's just shorter events uh, honoring the soldiers. I plan on doing that, and thank you very much. You're I didn't know what was going on either. By the dawn's early light so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose by stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight Hey!